Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the state of California, along with Patty Rising and Jeff Bell. California is flush with cash and it's going to stay in the black for a while. Yet today, the state legislative analyst projected another budget surplus next year to the tune of $31 billion. And remember, just two years ago, California was facing a huge budget deficit. But since the pandemic began, tax revenues have been way up, leading to a surplus this year of between 38 and $75 billion, depending on whose math you use. And now another one next year that the LAO projects at between 10 and $60 billion, depending on how much tax money actually does come in, likely landing around $31 billion. For more on how this is happening and what it will mean, uh, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Chris Haney. He's executive director of the California Budget and Policy Center, a nonpartisan independent budget analysis organization in Sacramento. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. Um, so how surprised are you that we're looking, or maybe not, that we're looking at another large surplus next fiscal year. And what are the implications of that? Yeah, so I'm not too surprised. Uh, the surprise really came last year at this time uh, when after expecting that the pandemic would lead to state budget shortfalls, state leaders and organizations like ours realized that economic conditions for corporations and for wealthy individuals were just doing so well that the state's revenues were actually going to way outperform what the economy was looking like for the average person. And once that happened, we realized that was probably going to be the kind of thing we were going to see for the next couple of years. So the legislative analyst projection is basically confirming that that situation is going to continue. It's a good thing for Californians because it means state leaders are going to have the ability to invest in addressing the fact that the pandemic isn't yet over. I want to ask you about this term, the GAN limit. California's budget revenues could grow beyond that. Can you explain what it is and what happens if it is exceeded? Yeah, the, the GAN limit is a, it's basically a spending limit on the state government that was put in place back in the late 1970s uh, that basically says if the state's spending levels go over some prior year amounts, uh, excluding certain things like emergency expenses and infrastructure expenses and the like, that the state then has to limit its spending increases and give some of that funding back to taxpayers in the form of tax rebates or spend it on K-12 schools. And basically the state has to split that evenly. 50% goes to schools and community colleges, 50% has to go back to taxpayers. Uh, and it's a limit that we have not hit very often in the decades since then, but the fact that the state's revenues are growing so much more than had been anticipated means that the limit is now coming into play. And so there's no leeway there. There's no wiggle room on how that should be spent. Well, there's actually a, a lot more wiggle room than people realize. Um, so a lot of 
uh, how the limit gets calculated has various ways that the state can exclude things that might count. So, for instance, um, one of the exclusionary categories is emergency expenses. And certainly anything the state is spending that's responding to COVID-19 could, you know, justifiably be argued as an emergency expense. And so that could be excluded from the total. Uh, spending on infrastructure. Uh, there are certain ways that uh, spending on uh, K-12 education and investments in community colleges uh, in other ways can also be excluded. So there, there's more wiggle room than people realize. And last year, there was a projection that maybe we would exceed the state spending limit. And in the end, the budget that was enacted that we're in for this year was well under the limit. So, you know, it, it kind of remains to be seen, right? This is all stuff that's happening going into next year's budget cycle. But, but I think state leaders are going to have lots of options for how they calculate whether they're over the limit and spending options in terms of how they allocate funding that should mean that they've got some flexibility. Yeah, the legislature certainly found creative ways to stay below the limit in this past budget cycle, and it's likely they'll try that again. Um, from your analysis perspective, if if we did exceed that limit, or if there's just so much revenue, um, does it make more sense to cut taxes or, or to send rebates? And, and if you cut taxes, doesn't that risk creating deficits in future years instead of more surpluses? Yeah, that that's exactly the right point. You know, if you you can, you have to realize that during a period like the one we're in now, you're on the upside of economic cycles, at least in terms of how they're affecting the state's tax system. Like, you know, like this is one of the things that's odd about this is just that it exposes the disconnect in terms of income and wealth inequality in the state, where for a lot of people, the majority of people in the state, we're not in an economic upcycle, but for the corporations and high income households that generate a lot of the state's tax revenue, this is a very flush period of time. And you don't want to cut state tax rates such that you find yourself in some future recession and you're even more burdened because you cut tax rates in an ongoing sort of way. But you also have to figure out how to balance how you use the additional revenue you didn't know you would have right now in ways that is careful. So you have to think about, okay, what are some ongoing needs that we should uh, be addressing. And the legislative analyst office projections actually say that the state will continue to see some surpluses in future years for the next four or five years. You also have to say, well, how do we use some of these, these funds in one-time ways, like for infrastructure or to build up reserves for a rainy day when things might not be as good? And then you have to think, what are these emergency needs we have right now? Because we're still in the middle of a pandemic. There's still a lot of people still harmed by the last 18 or 19 months who need some support. So I think all of that will be in play as state leaders try to figure out what to do with these funds over the next few months. All right. Well, thank you so much, Chris Haney, Executive Director of the California Budget and Policy Center. I think we're out of time, but fascinating stuff. And of course, all this means there's going to be a lot more money to spend next year in California, which means the schools, in theory, should expect a pretty big windfall. And they've struggled uh, to get the money they need. And this is another year where they shouldn't have to do that if all goes uh, the way it looks. Chris Haney with the California Budget and Policy Center. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.